Hi, this is Donna Otto, and we are Modern Homemakers. Thank you so much for joining us in these podcasts. We're delighted to welcome you from wherever you are listening. And if you've never emailed us and said that you listen to us from Tucumcari, New Mexico, as someone did last week, um, do that. We'd love to hear from you. And we'd love to give you a, what is it they say, a shout out? Hmm, I'm not sure I'm very good at shout outs, but whatever it is, particularly, we'd love to mention your city, state, and country. And if you have a question you've been wanting me to answer on air, and you say, I wish she never gets to this, why doesn't she ever get to this? Send it to me. And if you're willing to let me use your name, I'll read it and answer it on air. We like to do that a little more frequently. I also have one more question for you. Is 15 minutes or close to 15 minutes the right amount of time? Is it too short? Is it too long? If you've got a thought about it, let me know. So now we're moving into these days. Um, It's already November 29th and Thanksgiving is over, over. And we've had these precious days, depends upon when Thanksgiving falls in our country, whether we get a little week in between to get ready for Advent. And this year, the way the calendar falls, we do. So from the day after Thanksgiving until today, we've had a whole week of stuff. And I hope you've been lessifying and planning and preparing. But on Sunday, December 3rd, you will start your four weeks of Advent preparation. On December 1st, if you have an Advent candle that you're burning down every night, which my husband and I still do, although it's really designed for the children, we burn it down and read a passage of scripture as a part of our morning breakfast meal um, during the month of December. But Advent wreaths will bring a dimension to your home about the birth of Christ. And if you've never done it before, I first don't want you to be nervous about the word Advent, okay? It simply means coming. And the church has used it for millennials in talking about the fact that Jesus did come, that's the celebration of his birth, and he will come again, and that's what we're waiting for. So don't get nervous about the word Advent if it's not a part of your church history or your traditions. So what's the key word to organization? Preparation. So I want you to get prepared. And a lot of what I'm going to say to you with a little more depth to it is found in that syllabus. I hope we'll have some left, but write us and um, you can get it online. It's one of our products. It's called the Christmas Home for Christmas syllabus has 26 pages of it. And so some of it I'm using as my guideline today. Get prepared, get your equipment. And and that's a wreath that will hold four candles. And let me tell you that Advent wreaths are a dime a dozen. You can buy them in department stores. They can be glass. They can be pewter. They can be silver. They can be wreaths of greenery. They're just everywhere. As long as they will hold four candles... I'm I'm not fussy. I have several of them, and I think I rotate them through the years. Four candles go in the wreath. And the traditional way is that there is one pink and three purple, and the color is a part of the tradition. So if you're familiar with all of that, do it that way. If you've never done before, just get four tapers. Tapers are hard to find, so buy whatever color you can. You've got a wreath that will hold four candles. You've got four candles. You need matches or a lighter. You need a Bible. It'd be great if you had some Christmas 
songbook. Most of us know the first verse to a lot of Christmas carols. When I was in grade school, which is many years ago, many years ago, um, we learned Christmas carols at school. I have my grade school piano. It was my school. It has my school, McPherson Elementary School. Those of you who live in Chicago, Illinois, this is Donna Centani Otto. And I went to McPherson Elementary School at, at Lawrence and, oh, I don't remember the cross street. And we learned Christmas carols as a part of Christmas pro- music program in our elementary school. Now, that's not happening today because of the cross exchange we have, the cross fire, about mentioning God and separation of church and state. But Christmas carols are wonderful um, and full of pure theology. So if you have a Christmas carol book or you have a hymnal, a church hymnal, and you can use that to sing some Christmas carols. And the other might be a book about Advent. Lots of books available about Advent. We have one available by a colleague of mine, Ted Wiesty, and it's also on our products page. Then you're going to schedule some time, preparation, schedule some time. We do it first thing in the morning. And then you're going to start with the dates, the proper dates for each year. And the date changes because Christmas, as you know, falls on a different day of the week, 25th. And so we back it up to four Sundays before the 25th. This year, that's December 3rd, December 10th, December 17th, and December 24th. So, Now you're prepared. You have your stuff. And once you have an Advent wreath, unless you're like some folks who they like to have a real green wreath and they have a contraption that fits into their real green wreath, I suppose if I lived in Wisconsin where a lot of my friends live, I might have a real green wreath and a new one every year. But I don't. I live in Arizona and I have one I repeatedly use. So I have everything ready and I'm going to begin on December 3rd. That gives you a few days to get ready if you're going to do Advent this way this year. And the first Sunday, I'm going to give you the names of each Sunday, which dwells on one part of the Christmas story. The first Sunday is the prophecy candle, the prophecy candle. And we use a purple candle for that, the prophecy candle. And that prophecy candle gives us an opportunity to look at the prophecies in the Old Testament. The second Sunday is the Bethlehem candle, the Bethlehem candle. And that's pretty obvious why it's Bethlehem, isn't it? The Bethlehem candle is about the birthplace of Christ, also part of the prophecy and also a purple candle. And then the third Sunday is the shepherd's candle. And that seems quite obvious also. And it's um, having to do with the shepherds and the role of shepherd and the role of shepherd in the scripture. And it is also the third, uh, a purple candle. And then lastly, we have the angel candle. And that is the fourth candle. And it is called the angel candle for the obvious reasons. And it is a pink candle a pink candle. So what I'd like to do now is today's uh, podcast will be a few minutes longer, and I want to spend a few minutes on each of those, giving you a passage or two and one idea. One idea. Very simply, if you want the syllabus, you'll get more than one ideas. And there are 
Advent materials everywhere available to you. Just go online and Google it, okay? So the first Sunday of Advent is a prophecy candle. It's a purple candle. And there are Bible readings found in the Old Testament and in the New Testament that describe the fact that Christ was to be born, when he would be born, where he would be born. And so I want just to read one verse out of Luke, and Luke does a lovely job describing these events. Luke 2 are my very favorite passage at Christmas time, and we'll read it sometime together this month as we celebrate. But Luke chapter 1, verse 30 and 31, and it says to all of us, The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. Familiar to you, isn't it? But it's in Isaiah, in chapter 2, in chapter 11, in chapter 40, that this prophecy was prophesied hundreds of years earlier. So, Advent is coming. We're celebrating his birth. And now there will be activities, activities one through eight, which you were able to download last Monday on the 27th of November. And the song is O Come All Ye Faithful. The second candle is the Bethlehem candle. It's a purple candle. And we're again back to the Old Testament and the New Testament. And I'm again reading from Dear Luke, Luke chapter 2, verse 24. But as I read from that, I would remind you that Isaiah in chapter 7 is talked about this, that this Messiah would come from Bethlehem. So verse 2, chapter 2 of verse 24, and they offered a sacrifice according to, <clears throat> according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two pigeons. The law of the Lord was the old covenant, the Old Testament, where Isaiah and other prophets prophesied that Jesus would be born, that the Messiah would be born, And where would he be born? He'd be born in Bethlehem. That was preposterous and and ridiculous. And how could you believe that? And then comes the event that actually happened in history. Whether we believe in Jesus Christ or go to a church that purports that Jesus was born, history tells us that there was a man whose name was Jesus and did these miracles and teaching, and he was born in Bethlehem. So that candle is now being burned on this Sunday, the second Sunday of the four Sundays of Advent. You will have more activities from the Family Activity Building Time, and that is pages, I should say, days 9 through 14, and you will have receive that on December 4th. Light the prophecy candle and talk about these prophecies. Light the Bethlehem candle and talk about the city of Bethlehem. Maybe you have an atlas that you could pull out and look and find out. Or go to your computer and look at something about Bethlehem. The third Sunday is the shepherd candle. And that third Sunday in this um, journey will be December 17th, and you will read passages again from Luke about the shepherds who came, who saw a star, and they followed the star, and the star led them to the manger. So this 
happening of the shepherds gives you so many opportunities to act together as a family, as shepherds might, understand what they might have eaten, how they traveled. We all know that sheep are the dumbest animals alive, quote-unquote, and how did shepherds keep dumb sheep in tow so that they were safe? And then children understanding that the shepherds followed the star, and when they got to the star, they found the baby Jesus. These are activities, again, from the activities for families, and I think that the passage I love most, and it, maybe it's a bonus verse, is Psalm 119.105, and that is, the word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And then the fourth Sunday, which this year will be December 24th, is a pink candle. And as you prepare to read from the Bible, uh, look again at Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. Reflect on the conversations you've had these last few weeks about the prophecies, and then about Bethlehem being the place, and sure enough, that was where he was born, and that the shepherds came and found him, about the manger. And then again, you will have another set of activities to do as family activities, and you'll find those in activities 19 through 23 found on our website. Angels are God's messengers. What did the angels always say first? Do not be afraid. Fear not. Fear not. Why? Because angels are not little fluffy fairy things with little tiny pixie dust. Angels are big and strong. They are a group underneath God before man, and God used them all through the scripture to announce God's plan, God's word, God's story. And here we see the same thing happening. When the angels come, the angels come and tell Mary she's going to have a baby. They tell Zechariah his wife of 80 years is going to be pregnant. They tell Joseph not to be afraid to marry this woman. So the angels are an important part of the story of Christmas. Angels are big and strong and mighty. The angels protected baby Jesus. And then on Christmas Eve, we encourage you to spend time as you have been spending. If you don't go to a church service, maybe this is the year to do it. If you do go to a church service, maybe um, this is an opportunity for you to, before you go, burn your 1 through 25 candle the last time on the 24th, and now you have the picture of the birth. If you've been doing your manger with straw, mamas, it's time to get your baby Jesus out. It's time to get Santa's presents for under the tree. It's time to recognize that this month you've been celebrating the advent of Christ the coming of his first coming and the coming of his birth. It's a celebration like none other. And I pray that we have helped you in some way prepare for it, to lessify what you're doing, to concentrate on things that matter, to not complicate relationships or activity, and to focus on the God of the universe who gave his only son at Christmas in the form of a human, a baby, who grew up to be Jesus the Messiah, who was crucified on our behalf. I pray that this Advent season will be like none other in your lives. 
bless you and thank you for being a part of the ministry of modern homemakers remember the common begin and the uncommon finish go out and make it a very uncommon finishing of advent this year 